Welcome in, everybody. It is Tuesday. We are one day away at this time tomorrow. We uh, will know all about the Oklahoma Sooners recruiting class. You would think just about uh, the entire class would be wrapped up, signed, sealed, and delivered by this time tomorrow unless somebody decides, you know what, I, I think I'm going to sign in the uh, the uh, the later the spring signing period. But uh, we expect that we're going to have pretty much everything wrapped up at this time tomorrow because Brent is meeting the media tomorrow if he's on time at 10.30, and uh, we'll know all about the Sooners recruiting class. So welcome in. Steelman and Thune here on a Tuesday. Hope your Tuesday's going along well. Our first hour presented by... Last year, home comfort systems, you need a furnace tune-up right now. It's going to get really cold later this week on Thursday. Give Tim Lasher and his great company a call, 405-579-3113. That's 405-579-3113 is the number to call for Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Parker, it is almost your... You are at uh, like mile 25 and three quarters in this marathon. Uh, You're about to finish. How do you feel? Oh, man, Steely. 24 hours. Well, I realistically, probably more like 36 because tomorrow's going to be a long day regardless. But, uh, man, I'm just excited for the Peyton Bowen saga to end, and it's going to end tomorrow because he's early enrolling, so it kind of has to end tomorrow. If it doesn't end tomorrow, we got bigger fish to fry. But needless to say, if you've been listening to the show for any duration of time, you know that that recruitment has been the biggest thorn in my side and in a lot of people's sides uh, within recruiting circles for a long, long, long time. We're talking months. And so with things becoming increasingly clear uh, with re- with regard to David Hicks, uh, the idea that he's just going to stick it out with Texas A&M tomorrow and that OU isn't going to get his signature, it's become very clear what Oklahoma has to accomplish tomorrow. And I think there are three targets on the yep, board, three. three uncommitted targets mm-hmm. that you're going to be watching. Peyton Bowen, obviously, got four-star edge to Celia Kana, and then he got three-star defensive lineman Marcus Strong. Those yeah, I had him too. I mean, it's yep. pretty obvious, but yeah, that's what everybody's thinking about. And uh, Peyton Bowen would be number one priority on that list, the uh, top priority. Akana is a big priority as well. Uh, Marcus Strong, again, the Sooners get a, a recent visit. He's a three-star kid, but they like him a lot. Uh, and could there be a signing day surprise? Could there be a Jordan Allen? Could there be an Eno Etta, somebody like that? Probably not, but uh, let's talk about, because I know everybody's going to ask, and they're still going to ask uh, throughout the show, but let's start. Let's go today on a scale of 1 to 10 in, in terms of how you feel about those three names that you mentioned. Let's start with Peyton Bowen. Nine. Nine for Peyton Bowen. To Celia Kana. Eight. And Marcus Strong. Seven. There you go, nine eight seven, ladies and gentlemen. Peyton Bowen. What about? Uh, I think it was uh, the Geyer coach who had talked to John Hoover, Reedheim, yep, and uh, said, "Well, you know, one thing I do think is the longer this lasts, the better the chances are for Notre Dame." Did that mean anything to you, or do you think I, that I, was okay? What's what? What else is he going to say in that situation? Is he just going to throw kerosene on the fire and be like, "Yeah, I'll tell you what, it really looks for all the world right now like he's going to flip to Oklahoma." No, because then he's tipping the kids' hand for him. But he's teasing the Notre Dame fan base. He's keeping hope alive when there may not be any hope. The the Notre Dame fan base has been teasing itself for six months. Are you going to go on the Notre Dame message boards and uh, just troll them? No. No, I don't plan to. You're not that kind of guy. I know. But maybe you should. Maybe you should. Because they've been very mean to you, have they not? They have been very mean. 
They I have mean, been very mean. The and Notre Dame fans, have they the mean fan bases that have come after you, is Notre Dame number one now and it's not even close? Uh, it's, it's neck and neck between them and Tech. I would say Notre Dame has forged ahead in recent days. Now, all right. Now, why did Tech get mad at you? I can't the, remember. The battery incident. Oh, that's there right. There was a battery yes. that flew by my head. It wasn't a player. It was a battery. I tweeted about it, and the Texas Tech fans accused me of flat-out lying on social media and what's the what's the word perpetuating there you go perpetuating a long-standing conspiracy theory that tech fans throw batteries because according to them there's never been any photographic or video evidence that a battery has been thrown in Lubbock, Texas Dude, at Jones AT&T that Stadium. That place should be named Duracell Stadium instead of Jones AT&T Stadium. That would be very whatever, fitting. Well, you know, because uh, they probably have some kids who have uh, NIL deals with Duracell. They're throwing batteries. They always have. Come on, man. So um, how about some uh, portal stuff? We get Mason Cobb going to play for Muleshoe at USC. We also know that Dorian Singer is going to play for the Trojans. I would be surprised if Trace Ford isn't about to follow suit. You really think Trace? So Trace Ford, you you would give him what on a 110 scale for OU? About a four right now? If that? Two. Two. <sighs> that would be a surprise. That would have been nice. That would have been really nice. Why would you want to go play defense there? I mean, they need help, obviously. Exactly. That's why. That's it. Because you can play and play a lot. <laughs> but it is interesting, isn't it, that that's the exact same coaching staff that didn't recruit Trace Ford out of high school, and now they're coming back around after he's already established himself at the P5 level and saying, actually, hey. Well, you had Mike Stoops there, though, at the time, right? But you, it was Muleshoe. It was, all, it was Lincoln Riley was the head guy. He still makes the decisions on whether or not they're going to take a kid, right? So – I don't know. So, you know, Trace Ford in a suitor uniform would have looked really good. I wondered, I wondered again, could he come to Oklahoma? Could he? Absolutely. But, you know, to OSU fans, that would be like their Lincoln Riley incident on a smaller scale. On the text line here, somebody asked, why has the confidence dropped in regards to Akana? The confidence hasn't dropped. The confidence has steadily gone up. You yeah, had him I put at an eight. They, that's that's higher than I've been. They this they entire cycle. 10, though. Those I was hovering around 10. 60, 65 for much of this recruiting cycle, which so, still puts OU in the driver's seat. Main but. competition is it Louisville and Texas? Who else is in the mix? Well, Anybody else in the mix that you think if there's a signing most day surprise? realistically, Texas. Okay. I don't think he ends up there though. I'm very very confident, as are most across the industry. That Cecilia Kana is a Sooner tomorrow. Okay, back to the portal. Uh, you got Fred Davis, the Clemson defensive back, going to UCF. You have uh, news with quarterbacks Devin Leary from NC State to Kentucky, Drew Piney from Notre Dame to Arizona State, Grayson McCall still out there, the Coastal Carolina QB, DJ still out there. He was a disappointment at Clemson, and we were, I was just talking to Tyler, man, after his first start when he came in when Trevor Lawrence was out in that Notre Dame game, you thought, yeah, the, the Clemson's got their, their next quarterback. He looks like a five-star, and he was a five-star, but uh, obviously, um, you know, became a disappointment at Clemson, so he's still hanging out there as well. Uh, anything on Trey Harris, the wide receiver? Things are looking good there. Real good. Sooners may need a receiver. Now, Marvin Mims was non-committal yesterday. Uh, Dylan Gabriel said he was and we'll hear their audio a little bit later. Dylan Gabriel was asked in the media avail yesterday, you know, what, what, when's your decision coming down and all of that? And he said, he basically said, to me, the, the way I read it was, don't panic. I'm still just talking things over. But Dylan Gabriel's coming back. 
Oklahoma would be really after somebody in the portal right now at quarterback if they didn't believe that Dylan Gabriel uh, wasn't coming back. Dylan Gabriel's coming back. Marvin Mims, what do you think? 70%? 60%? I would go even higher. I would say 75% Really, Marvin Mims comes back. Yes. Yeah, and, and that would be great for Oklahoma. Obviously, he's still a really good player. I know he had some drops this year, but Marvin Mims is still a really, really good college football player, and you want to have him back. So uh, there you go. So you feel good about Oklahoma and Trey Harris right now? I do. As a matter of fact, I believe my coworker Brandon Drum put in a transfer portal crystal ball for Trey Harris to Oklahoma. Wide receiver, so, transfer from La Tech. Louisiana Tech. There you go. There, Yeah. So um, – if there is a signing day surprise tomorrow for OU, what might it be? Where is some like, wow, didn't see that coming. Where did that come from? Uh, okay, well, I don't think there will be a signing day surprise tomorrow, so I want to preface it with that. If there is a signing day surprise tomorrow, I would say one of two things happens. One, Jordan Allen has a last-second change of heart. And decides to sign with OU over Kansas State. Okay. Two, OU has a last-second change of heart with regard to Micah Tease. And they tell him, hey, come on, sign with us. We'll get you in the door. You can be a Sooner. Those obviously would both be big positive surprises for OU. You don't see anybody on Oklahoma's list that is expected to sign that goes somewhere else last second, do you? Any chance of that? I don't think so. Okay. I really do not. There you go. All right, I need a 10, I need an F and 10. All right, hey, watch the language on that text line. Young people might walk in this studio. Probably not, but maybe. All right, uh, 405-651-3439, 405-651-3439. So, like, there is uh, no uh, signing day ceremony for the uh, Geyer kids tomorrow, right? There is not. Their signing day ceremony is in January, which kind of defeats the purpose, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I will be up in Nebraska tomorrow okay. watching Cade McIntyre sign. And then, come the evening, I will be in Kansas City watching, PJ. Uh, watching Caden Green sign. Uh, PJ already had his signing day ceremony. It was on Monday. Naturally, I couldn't make it up for that one. So, uh, I will be there for Cade McIntyre and for Caden Green. And then, folks, the OU Insider Signing Day show comes your way from 7 to 10 p.m. There tomorrow you go. night. Nine Sooners, nine future Sooners, I should say, currently on the books to do in-depth interviews with myself and Brandon Drum. And there's a potential 10th waiting in the wings. Y'all can read between the lines as necessary. Hmm. But nine confirmed, a 10th very likely. All right. Uh, I will be out at Balfour tomorrow on Campus Corner from noon to two. Parker's going to be doing call-ins all day. Uh, keeping us updated on stuff. Looking forward to seeing Jerry and the crew. I can do my Christmas shopping. I got some Christmas shopping to do at Balfour tomorrow, so I can get that done, wrap it up uh, with a bunch of Sooner gifts from uh, the folks at Balfour tomorrow. So we're going to have a huge day tomorrow right here on the ref. So as it is, if Oklahoma gets Bowen and Akana tomorrow, then the Sooners would have nine top 100 players, right? Which is by far their most in the yeah. modern era. Jackson Arnold, P.J. Atabare, uh, Jaquez Petaway, Caden Green, Makari Bickers, Jacoby Johnson, Sammy Elmasigo, uh, Tassilia Kana, and Peyton Bowen. Nine. Pretty good. And uh, considering the year the Sooners have gone through, and they look, they're, they're an underdog, an eight-and-a-half-point underdog to Florida State. They could finish the season with a losing record. And to haul in what, with those two guys, 
would be a top five recruiting class. Pretty amazing the job this staff has done, considering, you know, I know, look, still, you're Oklahoma. I get that. Uh, and Brent Venables has a great reputation. Todd Bates with defensive linemen. This staff, though, has really recruited well. Well, and what you're used to at Oklahoma, what you've become accustomed to is these types of signing day battles not going your way, mm-hmm. i.e. Jace McClellan, i.e. Bryce Foster. Well, now all of a sudden you're in position to flip a national top 20 player, a five-star safety, the number two safety in the country on signing day. Be huge. It's Be nice. Huge. It's a nice little change in the dynamic. All right, we're just underway. We'll head to the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Sooner basketball tonight, Oklahoma and Florida. Jump man invitational in Charlotte, 8 o'clock for uh, the uh, pregame show tonight, 8.30 tip time on ESPN2. Sooners try to go to 9-3 and three with a victory over the Gators. We'll be right back here on The Ref. Welcome back. Thank you, Jose. Thank you. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas, too. We're going to be here, ladies and gentlemen, having it all covered for you tomorrow. Will it be a Merry Christmas for uh, Sooner fans on signing day? I think so. I think, man, it's like that day when you were a kid and you got the Atari and you got Maybe a new set of Jordans or something. Well, the Jordans weren't really around when Atari was. But you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a big-time celebration, it looks like, for Sooner fans tomorrow with a really strong recruiting class, particularly if they close out with Peyton Bowen and Tassili Akana. Parker seems to think that will be the case. And uh, do they add Marcus Strong to that mix as well and maybe flip somebody uh, besides Peyton Bowen, like uh, Jordan Allen at the last second. We'll see. It's going to be an interesting day and a very busy day for Sooner fans. All right, Riverwind Casino. Speaking of bounties, riches in recruiting for the Sooners and possible riches for you out at Riverwind. They've got so many great promotions happening right now. They have nearly 3,000 electronic games, and right now so many ways for you to win. The 20K Holidays on Us promotion is ongoing. Uh, play with your wild card through December 23rd at midnight. Get as many points as you can on your Riverwind wild card. Play on any, and I'm talking about any, of the electronic gaming machines. Rack up as many points as you can. You compile all those points, and you try and get in the top 10. Top 10 patrons who earn the most points, pardon me, in the 20K Holidays on Us promotion are going to win grand prize bundles that includes $500 gift cards and more. It's going to be big time. It's going to be awesome. They will announce the winners on Christmas Eve at 5 o'clock, so make sure that you play through December 23rd. Get as many points as you can. You need not be present on Christmas Eve at 5 o'clock. They will contact you. You will have 24 hours to collect your prize. And they also now have another promotion underway, the Showdown in the Desert. On January 13th, Riverwind is giving away five trips to the 2023 Super Bowl matchup, all right? That includes airfare, accommodations, everything, $1,000 cash. You need to play on specific gaming machines out at Riverwind. They'll direct you to the proper gaming machines to participate in the Showdown in the Desert promotion, and you can win one of five trip packages to the 2023 Super Bowl. There you go. All right. uh, You want to get to the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Why don't we do that? All right. Let's see what we got here. Good morning. Thank you for all you guys do. Oh, boy, this is a long text. 
can someone please explain the team score for OU's 2023 recruiting class? It says we have a score of 285.55 with 27 commits. I only count 26, including transfers. So who am I missing? Uh, that's a great question. That comes from false sooner, true center, true sooner's nemesis. Uh, yeah, look, people occasionally will ask questions about the 24-7 class calculator. Uh, I don't know how it all works because I don't have a math brain. Basically, it takes all of the number, all of the rankings and spits out one number based on a bunch of complicated math concepts that I can't fully grasp. So I'm sorry, false sooner. Uh, I don't have much insight on your question. I'm not sure why 27 commits would be listed unless one of them is a preferred walk-on that doesn't show up elsewhere, i.e. Chapman McCown, uh, Trey Brown, somebody like that. I don't know. Uh, wish I could provide more guidance in that regard. I cannot. I'm sorry. Uh, better fight. Parker versus Notre Dame fans or Plank versus the text line? I don't know. I, I really enjoy Plank versus the text line because you get to hear Plank starting to melt down when he gets some uh, questionable texts. So I enjoy Plank versus the text line myself. That, to me, is as good as a, a great MMA matchup, you know, or a UFC matchup. Uh, what happens if Peyton Bowen becomes a Jeremiah, another Jeremiah Cradell? I remember all of that hype. Okay, well, hold up. Hold up. The reason Jeremiah Cradell isn't playing football today isn't because he sucked or washed out. It was because he had a series of concussions. So... That's like, essentially, and I'm not saying this is an apples-to-apples apples comparison because that listener isn't wishing it upon that guy. But that reminds me of the post from the Notre Dame message board that said, I hope Peyton Bowen has a Caleb Kelly-esque career at Oklahoma. If Peyton Bowen washes out at OU due to misfortune, due to injury, okay, fine, so be it. Those things happen. Life goes on. But... I find it very, very hard to believe that Peyton Bowen gets to campus in Norman, if indeed he is a Sooner tomorrow, as I expect, and he doesn't live up to the hype. That is a special football player. He and looks it. He looks the part, no doubt. I mean, uh, and in the return game, man. You know, we talked about Billy Bowman when he was, uh, you know, when he, you know, left, uh, flipped from Texas to OU, and you saw how – you know, he was also very much involved. And in, Bowman also played some wide receiver in high school, right? And in addition to returning kicks. He did. But how many times do we see Peyton Bowen house an interception or house a kickoff or a punt return? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Only surprise tomorrow would be David Hicks spurns A&M and goes OU. That comes from the tax line as well. Please do not expect that. If that happens – that might be the biggest and most unexpected signing day win in the history of Oklahoma football. No yeah, exaggeration. I'm trying to think what would be the biggest signing day win in terms of a real surprise like that. I, I can't remember one. I, you know, I, I remember when Hartley Dykes picked Oklahoma State at the last second. I was right here in these offices on, uh, you know, it was Baytown Lee, I think it was his high school. And uh, waiting for the secretary to tell me who he picked. And it was down, we thought at the time, to Oklahoma, Illinois, Texas A&M. 
And she came back and said, Hartley signed with Oklahoma State. I'm like, what? You mean uh, Oklahoma? Nope, Hartley, uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah, it's Oklahoma State. All four schools got on probation as Hartley Dykes was basically the typhoid typhoid Mary of that recruiting cycle. Very contagious, man. But that was a little bit of a surprise. That's a good question, though. The biggest signing day get in a surprising way for OU. Yeah, and look, Oklahoma, in all likelihood, will flip Peyton Bowen tomorrow on signing day. That will be a huge win. But it's going to be one that was expected for months in advance. right? And we have a texter on the text line asking, if everyone knows that Peyton Bowen is flipping tomorrow, then why prolong the process all the way to the deadline? Look, I don't know. And... As I've said many a time, I think if this decision were squarely in Peyton's hands and there were no other interests at play, he would have flipped to Oklahoma long, long ago. But he's got to be cognizant of the parents in all of this. He's got to be cognizant of the siblings. He's got to be cognizant of the relationships that he's built with these coaches. I, I'm not saying this process has been handled in ideal fashion by the Bowens, but I also think, as we had discussed earlier in the week, there's a real good chance he's just trying to do right by Notre Dame on his way out the door. See, I like and that theory. I like that he theory. He stays committed to Notre Dame as long as possible, watches all the Notre Dame pledges, uh, put pen to paper for the Fighting Irish tomorrow, makes sure they're locked in, makes sure the Irish don't have any last-second negative momentum because of the massive decommitment of their top pledge in the cycle. And then he says, okay, well, I'm going to go sign with Oklahoma. Yeah, and, and if there is a classy way to do it, I bet that is about, is about as good as it gets, where you don't want to cause Marcus Freeman, you know, any other members of his signing class. Now, Notre Dame fans won't see it that way. They'll see that he's, you know, the enemy and all this stuff. But uh, that's the nature of fans. That is the nature of fans. Does Landon Side sign with Oklahoma tomorrow with Bowen and Arnold do as well? Yeah, it's an interesting question. Would he be a PWO or would he, he get would a He would be scholar? a PWO. Okay. Yep. He looks like they keep – I He's know those player, guys man. keep tweeting out, man, uh, you know, a lot that this kid just makes plays. They're trying to get him somewhere, and uh, maybe he's a guy that you would uh, offer a PWO. Certainly looks like uh, – it would be worth the risk. I don't know how much risk is involved. I'm not saying he's going to be a Bolitnikoff Award award winner or anything, but he looks like uh, you know a kid that's made a lot of plays. One listener says, I hate to say it, but I had a dream last night that Peyton Bowen goes to Notre Dame. That sounds more like a nightmare, not a dream. Uh, any word on Trace Ford? I heard if Mason Cobb went to USC, he would follow. We talked about that in the first segment. Uh, I do expect right now that Trace Ford – is going to end up at, oh, 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 hold up. To finish my original thought, I think Trace Ford ends up at USC, as things stand we talked about yesterday. Uh, North Texas tight end Jake Roberts is in the portal. Would it help us with little, little brother if we offered, or is big brother not needed for little brother? Okay, so Jake Roberts' younger brother is Nate Roberts, the outstanding 25, uh, 2025 tight end out of Washington, Oklahoma. Jake Roberts played his high school ball at Norman North, as you may recall, Steely. Um, to answer your question, yes, Jake Roberts being a Sooner would certainly help OU in their pursuit of Nate Roberts. But also, no, you do not have to get Jake Roberts in order to get Nate as well. 
I'm intrigued by that because Oklahoma, I know they weren't planning on taking another tight end. I wonder if that changes. Might. Because might. Jake Roberts is a guy that the OU staff has had a red eye on for some time for ob- obvious reasons. He had a really good season at North Texas, and he was a guy that the staff had kind of ID'd and said, if he gets in the portal – Depending on what the numbers look like, what our roster looks like, what that room looks like, we may pursue. And the opportunity to lock down both Roberts boys will certainly factor into that conversation as well. So if Nate, if Jake Roberts is indeed in the portal, as this listener in the 918 just mentioned on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, I would keep an eye on that. Uh 918 listener says, what happened with Trace? Parker, all you said for weeks is him to OU and laughed when USC was brought up. Yeah, well, we talked about it yesterday. Uh, the thing, This whole thing kind of turned over the weekend, and there was a lot of belief behind the scenes that Trace Ford was going to end up at Oklahoma. And then USC made a monetary offer. Hmm. That is the most delicate right. way I can put it. Mule shoe money. Mule shoe money. Uh, I'm not going to say how much. But I will say it was enough that it makes sense, A, why Trace Ford would jump at the opportunity, and B, why some other programs, including Oklahoma, based on Trace Ford's surgery history with the two ACLs, uh, would not care to match that offer. All right, we just answered that, 832. All right, do you have any Q-tips? Because... Look, there's really no respectable way to do it. He's talking about why would he do this last second. That doesn't, that's not classy. It doesn't make any sense at all. If he wants Notre Dame to continue with some momentum, uh, which they have right now, if he comes out you know, this last week or something and decommits, there might be a couple other pledges to Notre Dame that would do the same. Who knows? There's really no easy way to do this, You know, is what I'm saying. But we, I, I don't know. They're, like I said, it's been bizarre to me. Because everybody has kind of thought the flip is eventually coming to Oklahoma. It's been crazy to me to think, why has he stayed committed this long to Notre Dame? But he has. So we'll see. Just throwing a theory out there. All right. Let's break right here. Ladies and gentlemen, Steelman and Thune, here on a Tuesday. Good to have you with us. Thanks to Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. All these recruits will be in the limelight tomorrow. There's a rush to get Peyton Bowen to flip, too. You see what I did there? Yeah, I've been a mediocre broadcaster for a while. Be right back. Oh, Parker has gone to his Peyton Bowen Spotify playlist. Parker, what are you going to do? Are you going to be happy to be in the state of Nebraska tomorrow if Bowen doesn't flip and he signs with Notre Dame? Yeah, because I, uh, I can head to my underground bunker in that case. I'm going to need to do that anyway because if he does flip, then the Golden Domers are going to be after me with their pitchforks. They'll find you eventually, though, because they found uh, Saddam in that spider hole, and they found Osama, you know, as well. So you you might be able to hang out for a while, but eventually they will find you, the Notre Dame militia. 
the Notre the, Dame well, militia actually, found Saddam and Osama bin in, Laden? In, in that case, it would actually be the Oklahoma militia. We probably got a militia here somewhere, right? Yeah, well, I, the, the Oklahoma militia, I feel, would be out to protect me in that context. We'll see. All right. Hopefully. All right. Uh, now, they may come after me if Bowen sticks with Notre Dame. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the case. If Bowen doesn't flip. Uh, we'll see. We shall see. All right. Uh, before we go back to the text line, let's get our ortho central clip of the day in and want to hear from Marvin Mims and Dylan Gabriel, uh, media veil, uh, last night as the Sooners were going through practice. Now I, I would expect that Dylan Gabriel, I think he is 100% coming back. No reason for him not to. And Marvin Mims, you said 75%. I feel about the same, that there's a really good chance that Marvin Mims is coming back. But those decisions have not been made yet. Here's what Marvin and Dylan Gabriel said about those decisions last night. Well, I mean, we go home tomorrow. I'll probably talk to my family, just talk about it, sit on it for the rest of the week, and just hopefully come up with a decision then. How big a dream is that to play in the league? your little kid yeah pretty pretty big dream i mean um you know grew up saints fan all my family's from Baton Rouge, louisiana so they're all huge saints fans and i kind of converted to a cowboys fan in middle school but um you know just a dream um, just to be able to play on the brightest stage you know where the best players play i mean it's it's a huge thing and um you know just to be able to have this decision i mean it's a huge blessing in my life you know wanting to announce on my own time when my family's right and um not trying to hold it from the media or anything just Wanted to announce on my own time and, and knowing, you know, um, just when it's right for me and my family. But nothing, no secret message in between any of that. Just really not trying to make it, you know, dramatic at all. Just really focus on right now and getting myself better and letting, you know, God and, and you know, just kind of pave the way for me and just trusting his path for me. There you go, Marvin Mims, Dylan Gabriel last night. Those uh, comments, Ortho Central clip of the day quality right there. Ortho Central has clinics in Norman, Midwest City, and now a new Tri-City location serving Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. These full-service clinics, what do they do? They treat orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. Ortho Central clip of the day right there. All right, uh, 405-651-3439, 405-651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's get back there. Signing day approaching tomorrow. It's going to be a busy day. Uh, we love you guys, Parker, but if Bowen does sign with Notre Dame, you need to get new sources. <laughs> okay, on the one hand, like, it's understandable that you would say that. Uh, I'm, it, maybe that's true. But I will say, if Bowen does sign with Notre Dame, then again, as I mentioned yesterday, there are going to be a lot of people in the OU circle and around Bowen that are going to feel very misled and jilted. Yeah, it's just such a weird deal. And and I get some of our texters who are saying, man, it, it, it doesn't feel like the theory that we've thrown out there that maybe he's thinking about, well, I can't flip this close to when the classes are just going to be uh, signing. I get the other side of that, too. It doesn't look good. This whole thing has been very strange to me. I don't understand if everybody has been thinking that, you know, a lot of people that eventually he's flipping to Oklahoma. Why does it take so long? To me, that's that's the question. Why, why do you think it's taken so long? Because he's having to fight. Ah. Yes. Which parent? Yes. Both parents? Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> I yes, got to do Lou Holtz again Listen. there, ladies and gentlemen, for just a second. Again, if this decision were squarely in Peyton Bowen's hands, I think he would have been committed to Oklahoma months ago. Okay, so this is a... Did you say, does the mom have some connection to Notre Dame? Is the mom it? is very pro-Notre Dame. Okay. The dad was was very pro-Oregon for a minute there. Uh, here's the thing. You got to think about this. Try and put yourself in Peyton Mullen's shoes. Are you really going to turn your back on your best friend in Jackson Arnold, your girlfriend, your little brother who very much wants to go to Oklahoma, to stick it out and stay committed to Notre Dame after visiting Oklahoma over a dozen times this calendar year, I can't buy that, Steely. That if would we be, were on the other side, a hard decision to make. If we were trying to rationalize, if we were Notre Dame radio hosts in South Bend, and we were trying to rationalize why on earth Peyton Bowen would stick with Notre Dame tomorrow on signing day. All of the fans texting in would be like, this is the most sunshine-pumping BS I've ever heard. It, I because guess a lot depends single, on how much power the parents have in this decision, you know? Right? It, but, so you think, again, if this was Peyton Bowen, again, just his decision, he would have been committed to Oklahoma uh, and it would have flipped a couple months ago or longer. Yes, that is correct. Patrick says, isn't there a blizzard coming to Nebraska? I don't know. All I know, Patrick, is that it's going to be really cold this week. So The white buffalo doesn't worry about a blizzard. No, it doesn't. It's right at home in a blizzard. That's right. The buffalo thrives in that environment. There's no doubt. So don't don't worry about it. <laughs> Somebody said, Hicks, Vosick, Bowen, all solid Sooner pickups. <laughs> has Bowen e- even decommitted from Notre Dame? No, publicly he has not announced his decommitment from Notre Dame. He is still pledged to the Irish in the public eye. Gunny of Stutzman Army says, I thought the Oklahoma militia was called the Ref Army, Parker. Yes, Well, it yeah, is. we do have kind of our own militia. You guys are all part of it, but it's a, it's a good militia, you know. It's a good one. All right, uh, we should take a break right here to stay on the uh, on the clock here. 405-651-3439. That's the Air Comfort Solutions text line. This text line tomorrow, whatever happens, oh, is going to be blowing up. I mean, we can't get to every text as it is. We can get to maybe half of them, maybe on a good day, three-quarters of them. We try our best, I promise. But tomorrow, it is going to be unbelievable. Either way, you know, Bowen – Signs with OU or Bowen, you know, somehow ends up at Notre Dame. It's going to be crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right, stay with us here on the Home of Sooner Fans, The Ref. We are back. Brent Venables will meet the media tomorrow, scheduled for 10.30. We'll see if Brent uh, makes it by 10.30, but he'll be meeting the media again tomorrow, 10.30. So, uh, I don't know if the Sooners' entire class will be wrapped up then, but there's a really good chance of it. What do you think, Parker? you think everybody will be there on the dotted line by the time Brent meets the media? You would expect at least... Yeah, not everybody. 90%. I would say most. Yeah. 
when they did it last year, it'll be midday. So when they did it last year, I think there were still a few whose signings hadn't been made public and official. Uh, I think I, I want to say Caden Helms was one of them because uh, there was a reporter that asked a question, asked Brent a question about Caden Helms, and he was like, "I can't answer that uh, until uh, his signing is finalized." So. Uh, Robert Spears Jennings was another one that I don't think was signed until later in the day. So the vast majority of these guys, it, you see the same thing every year. All these signing day ceremonies mm-hmm. that go on, they mean virtually nothing. Those kids aren't signing the actual papers. Right. They, they have They're to... signing duplicates, and right. all of their materials will be faxed over, generally at the earliest, at their earliest convenience. Um Hey, what time do you expect Peyton Bowen's fax to get there? Because I want to be right <laughs> by the fax machine. Oh man! By the way, that's it's it's hilarious that they still fax those in. I know that's the one use that a fax machine. I know who faxes anything anymore. You know, but yeah, I don't think I have ever faxed anything. I'm trying to think of the last fax that I sent. Uh, Okay. By the way, uh, I won't mention any names because this is incorrect. But I, 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 you're, I appreciate you as a friend, though. Steely, we will get Peyton Bowen. We also got Ricky Dixon back in the day from Denton. No, 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 no. Ricky Dixon was from Dallas. Wilmer Hutchins. Denton Geyer wasn't even around when Ricky Dixon was playing football. Denton Geyer, like, when did Denton Geyer open? Like in the late 90s, early 2000s? It hasn't been a high school that long. So, yeah. I mean, Yes, Ricky Dixon was a Texan, but he wasn't from Denton. He went to uh, Wilmer Hutchins in Dallas. What a great safety he was, by the way. All right. uh, Uh, Frisco Sooner says, Parker, I hope on your way back to Nebraska you stop in to eat at Hooters in Wichita. Well, that's not happening. And the white buffalo gets stolen, never to be found again. You make it home safe and on time. The insurance company gives you double what it's worth. And best of all, your dad has tracked down the Taurus and has a bow on it for Christmas. Hmm. That's about as good as I can draw it up right there. Well, but the tourists must be pimped out with the bow. I mean, not just the regular old family sedan. We need uh, the the uh, the Ford Taurus to be pimped out. You know. All right. Uh, 405-651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Yeah, if, if Peyton Bowen ends up being as good as Ricky Dixon, he's going to be one of the greatest Sooners of all time. If, again... He ends up at Oklahoma, and Parker thinks that, it again, he put it at 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Camo Sooner says, we all know that if you win all four majors in the PGA in one season, it's considered the Grand Slam of <laughs> golf. So if you get a text read on all five shows on the station, would you consider that a K-Ref Grand Slam? Yes, Camo Sooner, but it has to be done all in the same day. Yes, you touched every base and then won. Yeah, uh, locked in is kind of the uh, the bonus base. Mm-hmm, it is. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's either going to be an epic day tomorrow or a complete text line debacle. <laughs> Can't wait. Either way, pure gold, Steel Man. It's going to be very interesting. I, You know, if Peyton Bowen announces like the Notre Dame news comes on while Plank is on and the text line goes crazy, Plank might spontaneously combust during the show. <laughs> somebody, on the nine, somebody in the 918 says, Fun drinking game for tomorrow or any day. Every time someone texts in and asks about Peyton Bowen or DJ Hicks, <laughs> take a drink, be blacked out by noon. Uh, you'd be gone way sooner than noon. Yeah. yeah, you're Way right. sooner. Uh, Durham from Duncanville, early prediction. That'd be Caden Durham, four-star running back. Originally from Moore, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Both parents ran track at OU. 
Really like Oklahoma right now. Not to the point where I'm comfortable putting in a prediction yet because Alabama's in that race. Now he's 2024, 20, right? Uh, he is. Yeah. Uh, kind of a short kid, but uh, really fast. And uh, I don't know. Who would he remind you of? He looks like he's about 5'9 or so. Is that right? Yeah. That's a good question. Who does he remind me of? Quentin Griffin was a little shorter than yeah, that. Yeah, he's not Quentin Griffin. He's not really Deuce Vaughn either. Yeah. Like, that comparison's inevitably going to get thrown around because of the height, but he's not Deuce Vaughn. Um, he's one of those rare guys that's a legit feature back mm-hmm. despite being undersized. Yeah. Well, that'll come to us. That'll come to that us. Will. Or somebody will help us out on the text line. That's what they'll do. Uh, Parker better be right or we'll be bringing the public hanging back. No, we don't want that. We definitely don't want that. Uh, Fred Davis out of the transfer portal from Clemson. Any chance he ends up a Sooner? He has committed to UCF. UCF. So, no on Fred Davis. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Steely, can you get me tickets to the Rose Bowl? I would appreciate it. Thank you and Merry Christmas. <laughs> the 539 I was talking about, how when you're in media, people think you have tickets to everything. Or I had one guy that asked me if I could get him a spot in the press box one season. I'm like, yeah, I'll just I'll call OU up and say, uh, you know, my friend, I'll call him Bill, uh, wants a seat in the press box. Any problem with that? Well, is he working media? No, but he just wants to be in the press box all year. Can you accommodate him? I'm sure they'd say yes. No problem. Sure, bring bring him on. No uh, biggie. Parker, I don't know if you've already answered this, but is Emeka Megwa available for the bowl game? He was on the bowl game roster. I think he is, and I think that's because the NCAA passed the provision stating that bowl games don't count towards a player's eligibility, which also leaves the door open for a few of these early enrollees to mm. play in the bowl game, potentially. Jackson that- Arnold, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. You're talking about an earlier Jackson Arnold starting. Jackson Arnold in starting the, the Cheez-It Bowl is <laughs> first reported on the ref. All right, we got to get out of here for hour number one. Thank you, last year, Home Comfort Systems. Thanks for all the texts. we got a lot more texts to roll in during hour number two. Keep it right here. We are so close to signing day. It's nearly over. Stay with us.